Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in South Fargo, near Saints Anne and Joachim Church. Lumen Vision is a full-service eye care facility that provides eye exams for both children and adults. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eco Eyewear, an environmentally friendly frame company that plants a tree for each frame sold. For more information about our mission and scheduling your appointment online, you can go to lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Not Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible, and we hope the future brings you here, close to home, at mountmarty.edu. You may know that suicide rates are skyrocketing, but do you know why? I'm Father Chris Alar. While suicide is often related to depression, the effects and causes are different. For example, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and substance abuse are likely effects of depression, whereas purposelessness and hopelessness are the causes of depression. And if you don't see any purpose in life, you will have no hope. In a world that says happiness is found only in sex, money, and power, you will never be completely satisfied. There is only one thing that can bring true happiness, and without it, you will fall into depression and despair. So to find this hope, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Lita. We're broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota this morning. Again, had a great first hour. If you go to realpresenceradio.com, you can miss the, the conversations we had with Father Jeff Norfolk about anxiety, um, Muncie and Charles Megan about St. Maximilian Colby, and then just a little conversation that Emily and I had about um, vacation and how to do it and how not to do it. I have a question for you, Chris. Yes, ma'am. I want to spend a little bit of time talking about marriage this morning as well because, you know. Because it's your job? Because it's my thing. Okay. (laughs) Um, Do you and Jermaine vacation differently? Oh, or the same. Good question. I think I or think similar. so. We've been married. We just celebrated uh, last. Was it no? A couple Friday. Oh my gosh, time's going by. Two um, Fridays ago, July thirty first, the feast of Saint Ignatius of Loyola was our twenty first anniversary. Um, and I think we have um, come together. To come together um, in <laughs> terms of how we celebrate vacations. How we do vacations. What was your natural? What was her natural? Yeah. So I, I think I was probably a bit more inclined to be that, you know, what we're talking about actually a little bit, um, uh, fill the day to the point of almost busyness. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, where she was probably, um, and I'm sure this is literally true. I feel like it is. I think we've talked about this. I think Jermaine could love just sitting on the beach, uh, being in the water a little bit, reading a book um, all rest. day. Rest. 
Retreat. relaxation that way. Whereas for me, like growing up, we would, I'm from Southern Minnesota, but we went um, to West River, South Dakota, to the Black Hills, to the Badlands. We'd go camping and so on. So we would go places and do things um, much of the day. You know, we, I don't feel like looking back, I don't remember looking back thinking we, we did too much, but we're probably more inclined that way. Yeah. So we've, we've, um, frankly, I probably gravitated towards Jermaine's approach a little bit more, but certainly there are times when we'll go places where we, it's, there are some scheduled things that we'll yeah. go do. Yeah. You know, I have to be honest, I love the feeling, and you know when you're vacationing well, I love that feeling of going to bed in the, in the evening having put in a day yeah and and feeling like even though it was a vacation even though it was um you know whatever um that it was still not productive but that i moved that i ate well that i did fun things and right. to and actually feel tired. You know, sometimes I feel like we just eat because it's time to eat or we go to bed because sure. it's time to go to bed rather than, oh, I'm actually tired. Like, I'm I'm actually, because I put in a full day. Um, uh, yeah, I, I love that feeling. Why, do, why is that, do you think? Um, that's a good question. I think, I think because it feels intentional oh, to me. Yeah. Then it's not just... <clears throat> A busyness or, and there's a key difference, you know, there's, there's days where I have just filled my time with busy things, um, or where I feel like I never actually accomplished anything because I was frantically doing half of this, half of this, half of this, half of this. Um, but to just say, okay, what is on my, my plate today? Um, even if it's minimal things, um, in terms of vacation, but at work, maybe it's a longer, a longer list of things, uh, or, you know, busy weekend at home. What can I do today? What can I not do today? To give myself, um, to put my best self forward, to show up for my family, for my life, for my husband, for my children, um, and to do, to do what can be done that day. I think for me, the reason why moving more towards Jermaine's more relaxed approach has been helpful is precisely because of, this will come no surprise to you as my coworker, um, my tendency to sort of get like very regimented and schedule. Yes. Um, and so where I could maybe, all right, all right, guys, it's, it's 8.02. Right now we're supposed to be, you know, packing up to go whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, it's, it's 12.57. We need to eat lunch and then move on to the next ride. Mm-hmm. At the where, and then when the schedule's done, not unfolding as I have scheduled it, mm-hmm. that lack of control. We talked about Father Jeff and the impatience and the frustration that comes with that, as opposed to just, and there, there is a happy middle. Um, and I think we're, we're getting close if we're not there yet of, okay, we're going to do this. Um, but like you said, maybe, maybe, uh, we were camping, um, and well, it rained. Well, we're going to spend instead of going on a hike, we're going to spend uh, the next couple hours in the tent playing games or whatever. How does that bring freedom for you? Oh, so that's. Uh, I had an immediate response, but I'm I'm trying to see if that's actually the the right response. Um. The, the the darn cliche letting low, letting go and let God, but there is a there is a freedom in not having to control it. It reminds me again. I touched on this with Father Jeff. You know, the, the, to me, being a child, um, mom and dad are running the show, and you just go. Yeah. Because you're having fun, you just go along uh, for the ride, mm-hmm. and I think there is a. That, well, I know that I've experienced the freedom that comes from 
when God, when I'm just allowing the day roughly to unfold as as we planned it, but not to get stressed when it when we have to make a a, 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 a change in direction. Um, there's a freedom in that because, first of all, I know that just to, to get the high level for a moment, God loves me and He desires my happiness. But then, um, uh, secondarily, I'm still with the people who I love, and we're still together, um, hopefully doing something that, that brings us joy, even if it's not the thing that we thought it was going mm-hmm. to be. How often do you defer to your wife and your children in terms of what's on the agenda today, what's, you know, what's our schedule going to look like, what do we need to get done this weekend, and maybe how often is not the the right question because how do you quantify right. that per se? But what does that kind of look like in your house? I uh, you, you, we should ask Jermaine to verify my intuition here, but I think I've grown in this where mm-hmm. I'm pretty free, um, especially with her. With the kids, it's still more of like, hey, what do you guys want to? What are the things that you want to do? Um, but then the issue is, so we have five kids, so. I'm probably going to get five different opinions. Yeah. So it's sort of hard to, if there's a consensus that makes it easy. Um, but I, I'm pretty willing to defer um, to, especially to my wife, but I think also to the kids because the, the point for me is let's have fun together. Now, if they want to do something that sounds awful to me, I'm probably going to veto it. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, the thing that's coming to my mind, um, I'll start with I'll start with our children first, um, and then maybe go to Matt. But um, we're going to talk about education in our next segment um, with a dear friend of ours, Hannah Motes. And one of the the things that's just been stirring in my heart in the last probably two years is how do we really honor the dignity of a child? And sometimes I think I can approach parenting with a bit of a uh, dictator's sure. heart of what what I want to do because I know best yep. and you know whatever and I, and I've got and I've got little girls you know little little kids so so it maybe is a little bit different in that way but one of the things that I have really been desiring to grow in is to actually honor particularly my 3-year-old who can communicate um, to honor her dignity by actually hearing her what is it that she's desiring um, and last night, uh, is a good example of this. We had, uh, we were making dinner and I, I felt like, okay, I've got a lot of things on my to-do list. I need to get the, our laundry done. Our house kind of exploded, just need to get things organized a bit. And, uh, our little girl, Claire said, it's a very exciting day. I said, why is it an exciting day? She said, cause today we're going to go to the park. I want to go to the park and I want to take our bikes. <clears throat> and my temptation was to no, because right. we've got other things to do. We're busy. Um, I'm excited to put my feet up and read a book. You know, it was it, not only just the work that needed to be done, but also what was going to be leisurely for me. And so there was this real stretching moment. Um, and I looked at Matt and he just nodded and said, we're going to go to the park. This is us honoring her dignity by recognizing she also has things that she wants to do. And tonight that might mean that we get to do the things that mom wants to do or that I need to do. Um, but that's, that kind of comes to mind is actually paying attention to the child. So with that, and then I'm curious to hear what you can say about um, with Matt. But for me, and I, I can think of instances both ways. 
um, to die to self, yes. uh, to be present to them. Um, and not like you can take this to an extreme, I think an unhealthy extreme, but I, I many times my, my two youngest, uh, Lexi's 11, Mercedes is eight. Um, oftentimes they'll want to go to the park. Um, and sometimes they just want me to go with and I can do whatever. Sometimes they want me to go with and play tag with mm -hmm. them. Um, Am I willing, even though that idea doesn't always um, appeal to me, mm -hmm. am I willing to do what they want to do because, well, because I love them? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to, well, no, I, I want to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. There have been times I can think of another instance where more than once my son, Carl has asked me, Carl's um, 14 now, oh uh, he's got a twin sister, um, Carl, hey, Dad, will you play this board game, a card game with me? And I don't love the game, so I say no. And I've thought about that actually recently, Emily, where I, I, I need to bring it up to him and offer it to him to play. Why? Because it's not about the game. It's about my son Yeah. and being with him. And it is so true what they say. Time flies. Our oldest is 16. She's about, she's going to start her junior year next week. And I'm going to turn around and she's going to be graduated yeah. from high school. Yeah. Uh, so it, I can, I can sleep or do what I want for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, now is the time for me i'm convicted to really love my children particularly selflessly yeah there's a great line in finding nemo i think wake up wake up you can sleep when you're dead <laughs> or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like i have to remind myself of that you know and of course that's tempered with yeah balance and, exactly. and sleep that's is important and, and whatever but um so yeah a couple minutes left what about your husband um that is a good question um matt is an introvert I am an extrovert. My tendency is to want to do all the things together. Um, and Matt loves recreating together as well. And, and, and that's kind of the culture of our family. But Matt also has hobbies, more so than I do, um, and is more content, like, working in the garage, putzing in the garage. Like, his dream Saturday morning is to, like, putz in the garage and putz outside and, you know, organize things. And I'm like, that sounds so boring. Um, but one of the things that I think... Um, I've just been stretched in and I'm really growing in and even growing in appreciation for is actually just cultivating the time for him to do the things that he wants. Um, and also having that conversation of, and then what are we going to do together right. for something fun later? Yep. Or, um, Hey, let's, uh, a recent, this is a silly example, but a recent thing for us is we're committing to a 20 minute, uh, cleanup every night. Mm. So where we're, doing it together rather than one of us taking the kids and one of us, you know, scrambling to try and get things done. Um, but that's just a very, very simple example. Maybe mm -hmm. not so fun example, but we're committing to just doing that thing together. And then we can have the leisure of, okay, do we want to sit by the fire together or do we want personal time to read? Um, you know, whatever that might be. But, but yeah, I'm really grateful because I, I married someone that I just, that we genuinely enjoy doing things together. Yeah. And so we tend to want to recreate together. So we, we got home from um, our, our trip to central Minnesota um, about five o'clock last night. And our, our sort of the, the Monday menu for much of the summer has been hot dogs and brats. Mm, it's just yeah. been an easy meal. And so because nothing, all the other meat were in the freezer, we decided let's just get hot dogs and brats again. And one of the younger kids last night said, Actually, it may have been Carl, actually. I suppose you're going to go for a walk about half an hour after we eat. I'm like, what? Well, that's what you do. Every We have hot dogs and brats on Mondays, and half an hour later, you guys go for a walk. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And then the two youngest, um, 
they get on their bikes and they want to go with us, which means they stay consistently ahead of us. Like they'll yeah. ride their bikes ahead and then wait for yeah. us and then wait. So, but there's a, a rhythm, at least on Mondays, that has developed. You know that um, when I get home from work, one of the things that I love is that we, Jermaine and I sort of debrief on my day. She debriefs on hers and we have that time. But then also we have, um, at least when it's nice, a little walk around the neighborhood. I think that's so good. That rhythm, I love, you used the word rhythm. Yeah. And I think for for families, for um, married couples, but also for parents, to just find that rhythm offers great freedom. Amen. Um, Kind of pulling back full circle or going back full circle to to having that structure, but also the the, um, at peace to just defer, you know, what Lord, you use this time that offers rhythm. Amen. So, um, as Emily mentioned, uh, just transitioning to our next segment, uh, we're going to sh- have a short break here, and we come next. We're going to look at the question, what does it mean to educate children? We're going to talk about this with Hannah Motz, a good friend. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. I'm Emily Leadham. And we'll be right back on Real Presence Live.